Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, today's episode is all about how to get unstuck in midlife with five simple strategies because, as you know, being stuck is a total drag and a complete waste of time. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. If this is your first time listening, I'm so glad you're here. We midlife gals totally have to stick together and find all the midlife goodness. If you're a regular listener, I'm so glad to have you back. The podcast just wouldn't be the same without you, and I am really, really grateful for your time and our connection this way. So the topic I want to coach you on today is how to get unstuck in midlife, especially over 50. I've been working with women like you now since 2014, and I've learned a few things that are pretty useful to explore on your road to unsticking yourself. So we are going in. But just quick, before I get into that, if you want to find out even more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle, head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions and grab your free copy of my 10 insightful questions to reimagine your life after 50. Okay, let's dive in. If you're stuck, you are highly likely to know that you need to get unstuck if you want to live your best life. And in midlife after 50, you also probably know that time is of the essence. Yes, my friend, you are correct. It's not fun. You feel bad about being stuck and even worse that you can't figure it all out already. <laughs> You're wasting valuable time when you stay stuck. Sorting yourself out and finding this clarity you're looking for about what you want in your next chapter can feel kind of urgent. The clock is ticking after all, right? You probably whine to all your friends too. I know I did. Maybe you bought a ton of self-help books and planners. I know who you are. <laughs> I bet you also listen to lots of podcasts too. As you know, I call them a party in your purse. And here's the thing. I bet you also beat yourself up because it's taking too long to unstick yourself and sort your next chapter out. I get it. I was there too. My sad story is that I was stuck for five years doing all of these things. I didn't know about coaching and I didn't have the tools we're going to be talking about today. I was winging it and not getting very far. <laughs> there are definitely some things that will help you start to sort things out. But before we begin, I want to coach you about how to set the stage for yourself so that you don't set yourself up for failure right off the bat. These five strategies I want to coach you on today will help you get the ball rolling. You may even have massive insights. So if you're driving, be careful, your head might just explode. <laughs> Hearing these strategies is just the start, though. But that's also where the magic begins. The ideas will be going into your mind, and then you'll start thinking about them in ways that are likely new to you. Whatever happens in your brain when you start working with these strategies will likely take a bit of time to simmer. So when you start stirring the pot a bit, that is poking and prodding your thoughts, you know, your mindset and your life narrative, a lot can come up that takes time to sift through and think about. Some of this thinking will be behind the scenes and some will be more intentional. But trust me, if you're listening today, 
you're ready to hear it. What I'm saying, though, is that you can't rush this stuff. We'll start together, and then you'll stew, spin, rethink, and consider. (laughs) It's a beautiful shifting road on the way to getting unstuck. You'll move forward, some fast, some slow, but you'll start moving forward, or as I like to say, growing forward. It's going to happen. And you can make the whole experience a lot more pleasant if you add a dash of curiosity and a heaping spoonful of compassion while you're at it with this exceptionally important bit of work. Got it? I'll repeat this because I know what happens. You're nodding away. You're saying, yes, Susie, I got it. But I know you're probably also thinking that you're too busy and that you are really good at being hard on yourself. So please remember, when it comes to getting unstuck, it takes time. You got to be curious and you got to be compassionate with yourself. (laughs) Now that we all agree and we're on the same page, let's keep going. Like I said, there are things you can do to help yourself get unstuck. It's not just going to happen by accident. You're going to have to do some thinking and take some action. If you want to live your best life after 50, you can't just sit there whining and complaining about how stuck you are. That's not the action I'm talking about. (laughs) As I mentioned, I know firsthand that while it's fun to unload like that, it doesn't really help you move forward. I used to ask all my friends for help. I'm so stuck. What should I do? What should I do? And I used to look out the window over there with the squirrels and birds. The answer must be out there somewhere. No, my friend, the answer is not out there somewhere blowing in the wind. You got to look within and you got to know how to do it. So without further ado, here are five concrete ways to move you forward. The first way, number one, ask yourself why. When you're stuck, you probably believe your narrative about your life. Your narrative is your story, the way you think about your life. When you're aware of it, you'll catch yourself or others saying the same things about their lives over and over. You don't even question it. It's the way you tell your story to yourself and to others. For example, you may say things or think things like, it's hard for me to lose weight. I struggle with clutter. I suck at sticking to routines. I can never get up that early. I was never good at that. I can't do that. Those kinds of thoughts, right? About whatever it is in your life. This kind of thinking just isn't useful. Notice how it makes you feel. It closes you off to the possibility of anything else immediately. In midlife, autopilot living, thinking, and doing are common. When you ask yourself why more often, your answers may surprise you and give you incredible insight. Here's what I mean. Instead of, I'm so stuck at work, ask yourself, why am I stuck at work? Instead of, geez, I just don't know what I want. Ask yourself, why don't I know what I want? I know that sounds weird, but believe me, you'll have an answer. (laughs) Instead of, I wish I could just get unstuck already. Ask yourself, why do I want to get unstuck? Instead of, I'm never going to figure out how to get unstuck. Ask yourself, why am I having trouble unsticking myself? Instead of, I suck at planning in advance. Ask yourself, why don't I plan more? Instead of, wow, I am wasting so much time. Ask yourself, why do I let so much time go by without making that change? So my best tip here is to write down or type out your answers quickly without critique or editing. So just read the question, 
why, ask yourself why about whatever it is, and then just quickly write it down. And then let your answers sit for a day or two and go back and read your answers. So let it all sit and then go back and read it. Your answers are your thoughts and your thoughts are why you're stuck. Okay, here's the second thing. Check in on your beliefs about aging. Now, you may not really understand your core beliefs about getting older, but this is important because your thoughts drive your feelings and the way that you're showing up at this age. So if they're out of alignment with what you want, you will run into blocks that you don't even understand. But when you raise your awareness about your thoughts, you can then decide if you like your reasons for thinking this way or that way, and you can work on tweaks to your thinking that are a better fit for the woman that you want to be. Now, you're going to have to watch for these thoughts. They are sneaky, but priming yourself to know that they might be there and that you want to catch them when you think them, that can really help. So understanding, it's kind of like when you know you want to remember your dreams, you're like, you got to know, I want to catch my thoughts about aging. I'm going to be on the lookout for them. So you like prime yourself to be at the ready. So here's my best tip for this. Challenge yourself with these questions to find your thinking about aging. So here's what you should ask yourself. And then again, write down the answers. Do I really believe that the best is yet to come? Do I love getting compliments about not looking my age? Think about that one. Like, what's wrong with looking your age? Do you love getting those compliments that you don't look your age? Do I love celebrating birthdays, especially milestone birthdays? So I'm on the lookout right now. I'm turning 60 next year, and I am on the lookout for that. <laughs> like, what are my real thoughts about that? So far, so good, but I'm on the lookout. Here's another one. Do I share my age openly when asked? Do I catch myself making negative judgments about other people's ages and what they're capable of doing or accomplishing? And do I think I'm too old to do certain things? Really, really good questions. So be on the lookout. Okay, here's the third thing. Be curious about gratitude when it comes to your age and stage. So the scientific evidence around gratitude is unbelievably compelling when it comes to overall health and well-being. Without going into the nitty gritty, there is tons of evidence that people who have a gratitude practice, you know, like those who count their blessings on purpose, you probably have some people like this in your life where you notice it when people seem authentically grateful. They're generally happier in life. So if you're curious to know more, just Google it. It's fascinating. But I'm not going to go into all the research now. Noticing how grateful you actually feel for aging past 50 is often overlooked. I've coached on this many, many times, though, and I am also particularly sensitive to it because both of my parents died young and didn't have the opportunity to age like this. My father died at 41. My mother died at 32. Right. So look at how much aging they did not have the opportunity to do. And because this is how I grew up, I can really see how much of a privilege it is to age. It's something that many take for granted. So I want you to check in with yourself about this. Here's my best tip. Be curious about the way you're grateful for the opportunity to age yourself. So ask yourself these questions. What would be different if you showed gratitude for your own aging? What else would you do? And how else 
would you feel? I wonder if you've thought about that before. Most people I talk to haven't. Okay, here is number four. Make a change. Change can bring brightness to your life when you feel stuck. When you're stuck, you don't see how opportunities are everywhere. And your fear is running wild. Now, I had no clue how fearful I was when I was stuck. I always thought of myself as brave, loaded with courage. (laughs) And while it's true that I'm quite resilient and that I've done hard things, I have also let fear call the shots on lots of decisions in my life. And now that I know that, I don't always like the reason. So now I'm better at picking it up and I've gotten a lot of coaching and I've definitely taken a look at when fear did guide me to make decisions. And now it's so obvious to me, but when I was in the moment, I totally didn't get it. So about change, it doesn't really matter what you change or how big the change is because any change will help you start to think differently. It kind of primes you for bigger changes. You build confidence and then you'll see more opportunities and you'll get the ball rolling to unstick yourself. And you never even know where that first change is going to lead you. So here's my best tip about this. Start small because a small change counts and it can lead to bigger changes. Getting started is what's really important. So here are some examples of what I mean. And I know that you'll come up with plenty uh, of your own. Read a self-help book. Maybe even go into a bookstore and relax as you walk around and look at the displays of all the amazing current books. Take your time. See what speaks to you, right? Like, so touch things. Go to where they've organized like a grouping of books and just see what speaks to you and be curious about what speaks to you and why. Here's another one. Call a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Yes, on the phone, not a text. If you forget how to actually call somebody, Watch someone else doing it first to remind yourself. (laughs) Do you remember how important phones used to be the first time you got a phone in your bedroom? Oh my God. And now nobody wants to talk to anybody. Okay, go to a concert. It's another idea or watch a live concert online. Remember how much fun that used to be. Wear a mask if it makes you feel uncomfortable, depending on the venue. You know, check it all out. Be prepared, get comfortable. But music is good for your soul. Here's another idea. Take a weekend trip or even a day trip. It's way easier than planning a vacation and you'll get a nice break from autopilot living. New people, new places, new things. Another idea is to ride your bike. I bet the feeling of openness and freedom will flow back like it did for you 30 or 40 years ago. Volunteer for something. This will absolutely put your brain in a different space. Start a garden. A great way to get some more purposeful growth happening in your life. Follow YouTube videos about a hobby you're interested in. Easy and fun, you'll go deep into the vortex and start thinking about what you love and why. Just see what you're clicking on. Notice what is grabbing your curiosity. Take an online course. Yes, this is such a great way to take a baby step with something that interests you. You don't have to leave your home. It doesn't have to be serious but you're doing something. You're exposing yourself to a different teacher and other people who are interested in the thing you're interested in. I recently signed up for a flower painting course. I don't know anything about painting flowers, but I want to (laughs) know. It was only $37. Like there's so many cool things that you can do that are not expensive. Okay, this idea, go to a meetup, right? Why not actually meet a real person? We're kind of out of the hang of that. 
I know somebody who's totally getting into networking again. She missed it so much. A meetup is a, is a very easy thing to do. Okay, and the last one that I have for this section is to watch a documentary of an inspiring person. I love this idea, and I have to say I do it often. I recently watched the Julia Child documentary on CNN and the Oscar Peterson documentary on a a recent airplane trip. Being inspired by other inspirational people is a great way to take a baby step, and I will put the links to these trailers in the show notes. Okay, number five, imagine winning the lottery. Quick, what's the first thing that pops into your mind related to winning $5 million in the lottery? After you took care of yourself and your family, what else would you do? And what insight is here about your purpose in life? I love, love, love this question because I know that something important popped into your mind. Maybe it was an image maybe a quick idea that you poo-pooed right down as impossible, or a whisper of a feeling related to something that you just got a tiny glimpse of. Or maybe you had like a really super clear idea. I don't know, but I know it was something. So here's my best tip. Be curious about why you thought of that thing that you would do. And ask yourself, what can you learn from the way that it popped into your mind immediately? What do you make doing that thing mean to you? Would you regret not doing that thing? And how can you create some of that in your life now, even without winning that kind of money? You see what I mean? You're going to get something, a hint or a clue. There's going to be something that happens when you put yourself in that space in your mind of winning that kind of money. Big bucks. Okay, these five strategies to get unstuck in life, especially in midlife, will help you get going. When you're stuck, you're not moving forward. You're not growing. You are stagnant. And it's not fun. Women in the middle like you want more. I know you want more. So here they are again. One, ask yourself why. Two, check in on your beliefs about aging. Three, be curious about gratitude when it comes to your age and stage. Four, make a change, and five, imagine winning the lottery. Do something now so that you can be on the road to live your best life after 50 right now, even small. I know you can do this. And more importantly, I know how much you want to. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. And remember, if you want to find out more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle, head on over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions. That's the number 10, one, zero questions and grab your free copy of my 10 insightful questions to reimagine your life after 50. If you want to get unstuck even faster, there's no better mechanism, no better way when you know you're meant for more like this to move forward with a community of women just like you. I would love to be able to help you find that thing you're looking for. So I want to invite you to check out the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program where you get all the support you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast, but more importantly, you get clear about what you want so you don't have regrets. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we'll have a quick chat head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com.
For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and you'll see the episode right there. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein and I'll talk to you next week. 